0: This
1: is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. My name is Matt Williams. I'm joined as ever by Alan Clark. And we're the podcast for business owners and business leaders to talk about the trials and tribulations of running your own business and hopefully to give some hints and tips on how to make it a little bit easier. Yes, that, that is our intention. That is our intention. We know what we do now. That's good, because yeah, we've yeah. had 60 podcasts where we've not really articulated that, but, so that's positive. But we got there in the and end. We did. We Most know what we're minutes. doing. We know what we're doing. So, sorry, it's October, and the sun is beaming in, and it's like, it's like we're sat somewhere like by the beach in the Medallon,
0: and the sunshine behind us. It's amazing. Absolutely, I think I'm getting a t-shirt tan as we talk. Love it, love it. Have you bought your suntan lotion? It's already on. Being, <laughs> me, being Scottish with no hair, I pretty much have to wear factor fifty every
1: day. There's part of like instead of moisturising, we factor fifty. Back to fifty. Love it. Right. So, what are we talking about today, Alan?
0: So, we're we're going to talk about. Do you know? What, let's get right into. It. We we really want to help our listeners and their businesses to strengthen and grow, and and one of the ways. You can do that is to pay attention to areas of the business that really would
1: make a difference if you could improve, if you could strengthen all those little stats and yeah. numbers in the business yeah. that we can leverage it and move the needle.
0: We'll... It, it makes a huge positive difference. But but actually, it, it, in truth, there's so many of them. You know, and, and in the business speak, we tend to call them key performance indicators or KPIs. Okay, but actually. You know, I've seen businesses with literally hundreds of KPIs and where do you start? To they're know not, surely they're not key. They're oh, not, exactly. They're, I mean, if there's you know, a hundred of them. They're calling them they're key bank. forms and you can just evade you've now got a new class, the VPI. <laughs> quite like that, man. That's brilliant. Uh, But yeah, that's the point. They've got far too many and everyone's tracking something. And where is the focus? To the other extreme, when there's no KPIs and everyone's living in a a, a rose-tinted cottage, actually, the business is pretty rotten in many places. So it is healthy to choose some KPIs that, if they were improved, would make the biggest positive impact to your business. And we thought we would get into sharing where business owners can actually look to create some KPIs. Okay, um, we'll, we'll just sort of throw them out there in terms of what we feel are good
1: ones to go and, and what you can build, and you're going to build yourself almost a kind of dashboard or a scorecard. A
0: scorecard dashboard. Yeah, you?
1: and for ease of reference, we've split our KPIs into four areas, haven't we, four quadrants. Mm. So do you want to talk us through those first and then we'll jump into the KPIs yeah, yeah. and th- this is this is trying to get
0: a holistic uh, approach to any business most businesses you can look through the lens of four domains four four areas four quadrants so people first yep. of all and everything that goes with people in in the organization customer and everything that goes with the market your customers your clients etc Finance, everything yep. that goes in, in in that financial health space, and in operations, in terms of the the procedures, the systems, productivity, etc., that it tends to keep the business turning day to day to day. And if you start to look at your business even through that lens alone, it's 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 amazing how quickly you can see where there are challenges and opportunities for you to act and improve on. But within that, you can also laser. To focus into some KPIs that you can actively go for and your team and your organisation pulling together. And, and that's a really good way to strengthen.
1: And I think you can, it tells you the story. A good dashboard slash scorecard can instantly tell you, right, we know we've, you know, we've hit all our finance targets and we've hit all our customer targets, but the operations is down and that's because of this issue in the people section. Do you know, do you know yeah, what I mean? You yeah. can, yeah, we can yeah. join the dots up and understand the interrelation between all four areas of the business and then the individual KPIs. I tell you what I just want to build on that 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 is an extremely effective way to learn about your business. Yeah. 100% and you need but you need to go through a process to understand which of the KPIs because like you said there's a 100 million measurables in any business which are the ones actually have the effect on the stress levels within the business the profitability the ability to Move and scale and grow. So, what are we are going to do? You, we're going to just go through. We're going to play KPI bingo, basically. Yeah, yeah.
0: Why do Why don't we choose a quadrant? Okay, like, and 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 we can pick off some potential
1: KPIs and then okay. we'll,
0: this, we'll move on,
1: and we'll hopefully not spend more than sort of five minutes on each sub So, do you want me to time it? I've even got a well, little watch.
0: This, you ready?
1: Look, okay, we're five, five minutes five then minutes. of KPIs about people. You go, go first. It.
0: Okay, so I think one of the KPIs that I've seen used very effectively is absence level. So if you've got 30 people in a unit, 30, 50 people in a restaurant, yeah. 100 people in a factory, the
1: KPIs percentage absence. So for all the hours that we could have had worked from the workforce, yeah. how many were lost to absence? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you know, uh, and you know why my my career before coaching was in boots. And in retail, absence is hugely important. It's hugely important in any business, but in retail, if you can't, if you don't have anyone to serve customers and fill up shelves, you're not gonna do pretty well. And in a a pharmacy,
1: if you don't have, if a pharmacist pharmacist is ill, you can't function at all, right? You can't can't actually open the door. So yeah, Yeah.
0: it's it's, it's huge. And I've seen some shops up at 20% absence. horrendous performance down to under 2% and, and, and really good. I think by memory, the, the benchmark there was 2%. So the KPI would be 2% and below yeah. was green. And anything else was maybe two to five is amber and then above five is red. Yep. And what that would do is just help the, the store manager
1: or the area manager,
0: regional manager go, holy moly, that, that unit's got an issue. What the hell is going on? And that's be?
1: exactly it. You're not trying to diagnose the problem through the KPI. No. Your KPI is there to flag. There might be something that's worth looking at here. And then we go and...
0: Well, oh, you said
1: it's a bit of a dashboard. Yeah. So the old oil light comes
0: up. Yeah. You, you go, right, there's a problem with the oil. And you go and look at
1: it. Yeah. Okay. Same, Same thing. Perfect. Right. I've got another one in the people. Category okay. There. Go for it. So I think we need to have one around open positions so recruitment. So oh, how like many it's... open positions are we actively recruiting for? And then yeah, you know, where is that on the plan? Or how we put this into a dashboard, you may have more kind of thoughts on than me, but there must be something around percentage of positions filled or yeah. number of headcount against the target or something like that.
0: I think I think that's it. But both both would both would do. Just just sharpen the pencil, pick pick a KPI. But absolutely what you're looking for here is an indication of where how big is your gap. Yeah. Is it improving? Is it not? Is it catastrophic? Is it tolerable? Etc. Yeah. Etc. Cetera, et cetera. You know, say I've got. I'm working with an organisation that are actively looking to recruit about sixty engineers in the next three to four months. Wow! Now they don't clearly. If you don't, have, if you're sixty engineers short and you're trying to do
1: engineering type things, that's an issue. That's a. That's a. Yeah. <laughs> so could we? Would there be a? A KPI, then not around the actual people that we've recruited or not, but about something like the amount of applications we've received or the interviews that we've had. Yeah. That would be a more insightful KPI. No, well,
0: I, I, I tell you what, you, you, you then you're getting into. It. I, I I really like that thing. Whatever works, because that that's more input. Yeah, there's another thing about KPIs that are input output.
1: Right, and there's
0: a school of thought is that make your KPIs. Um, in fact there's two schools of thought but i quite like the ones that are input because then you're like how many interviews have i had so what are we putting into the system uh-huh. to get uh-huh. the results exactly if you yep. just measure an output all the time it can feel a wee bit reactive input can feel a wee bit proactive but then sometimes with the input you lose sight of the goal
1: yeah
0: and everyone's running about doing a million interviews but actually we've still not got recruitment sorted out so but whatever works. So yeah. back to my favorite thing, create some space, put a bit of thinking in and, and go with what's best for your business right now. Perfect. How much time have we got So left? we have got 49 seconds. Squeeze another people one in if you've got one. Training. It's training. Oh, Training's training. So is classic. So let's just assume for a minute that everything's on e-learning. That makes it easy. And uh, every person in the business has got modules of e-learning to complete every month that if they do so, they'll either reach the next qualification, which will allow them to do more, or they'll become better at the role. Okay. Uh, so there's, um, you can measure the, the amount of training an employee
1: should do with the amount of training they've actually done. That's what we do. So we, we have to do continual professional development. Brilliant. So we've got... We don't bring it into our main dashboard, which this is... Yeah, I know. we're yeah. getting a ticking you off might, from you, the coach. You, yeah, you we might, might need to fix, might fix that. We
0: might do some going forward. <laughs> Okay,
1: so sorry, no, no, training. I think that's a massive one, it's often overlooked, yeah, yeah, but it's massive, right?
0: Because if you've got a better team, guess what? Better performance, better results. It's
1: a big one to have in. So, there's three about five minutes I've done. Oh, I've got one for, I've just thought of it, but we're in a world now where we're kind of a lot of people are hybrid working. Mm -hmm. Is it it might be relevant for some businesses to be tracking the actual amount of hours in the office compared with the hours done at home. Very good. Yeah, okay. And Uh, that's a relatively simple one to create as well. Okay, perfect. Well, that was a whistle-stop tour. What did we talk about? Absence, recruitment, training, um, and hybrid working. Brilliant, right, five minutes on the clock then. So what are we talking about now, customer? Let's go for customer. Five minutes on customer then. What have you got here, good KPI? For measuring customer.
0: So, so I, this is customer satisfaction. I right? think so. Yeah, but, I think so. But I, that's a good point because customer could be wider than just. But that's where I was coming from. So mo- most businesses, we will include small businesses as well as the, the biggest of the big. But most most businesses will have access to Google reviews. Yeah. So Google review in the in the in the age of Google, it's a very very effective way to demonstrate to potential customers that you're a, you're a business that cares about customer service, customer care. Or, you, or your service is very strong. And, you know, everyone uses Google. Everyone's got access to smartphone. Everyone can check your Google reviews. Yeah. I guess if you're a business that's selling products on Amazon, same thing, you've got the Amazon reviews there. So, so there's something around the KPI on either number of reviews, percentage of reviews at five star,
1: whatever way you want to cut it there is something there about Well, i think there's two there's probably two because we as a business putting our hat on we are currently 100% five star reviews mm-hmm. so we're going to if we just show that we're going to like a lot of businesses we're just going to have a kpi that sits constantly at whatever figure we're at yeah what i think we need to measure and what we measure is the number of new yeah. reviews yeah. because That's how, you know, we need to be better proactively at requesting reviews and pushing them all the way through to to getting on the actual site. So some kind of KPI that tracks, yeah, the month's average reviews of what rating did we get, but actually how many did we get and how many did we request? And I think that could be Google reviews, like you said. I think if you're a business to consumer, then something like Trust Pilot is also There's massive. Trust
0: Pilot for for the hospitality industry, yeah, trip the TripAdvisor, There's trip yeah. also something. Is it a, a, if it's not roundtable, it's something like that. Yeah. To to measure restaurants and open um, table. Open table. Thank you. Room table's probably something completely different. It's a bit different, but it's a bit Masonic. Um
1: sorry. But I've got one of my customers, they the the two best and the two worst reviews they get every month. They put up on their staff notes, which I really like. Um because it kind of focuses the mind. Okay, so reviews. That's mm-hmm. a, that's probably the the most tangible way of everyone can do it every business can do
0: something on google if you're a large organization and you may be into sort of mystery shopper type territory if you want and and these, these can be very sophisticated and there's 20 points that the customers are coming in to measure and and can get really some really cracking feedback off of that stuff it works very very well but every business gets access to google reviews amazon reviews open table reviews Yeah so use some and challenge yourself so if you you are you're sitting in five stars that's great but if you've only getting one review a month then just say right actually it's five years if that's, that's a it api yeah,
1: let's go be a bit more bullish uh-huh. indeed okay how long have we got left i've got another one one customer call blimey okay i think a good measure of customer satisfaction is to look at the repeat billing to customers so oh, if, a cust- if your okay. customers are coming back you know, if you're running i don't know a diy you know builders merchant and the same plumbers are coming back to you every month that's a good sign yeah. that you've got good your customers rating is high yeah so and if you've got a system you know a modern account system that will be able to produce you a report that measures customer yeah. you know how many times a customer's buying from you in a period and how what their average spend is because that's the other one i guess um is basket size if you're, you're a on... retailer I'm not sure if that's financial or customer. I'm going to put it in customer. Well, cause... actually, case
0: okay, So just I don't work from the mouse, so okay to put out that and boots. That would certainly come under customer under the
1: advantage card. Excellent. Advantage card and boots, myriad everything like yeah. that. So there, there it was. So there you go. So understanding what your customers are saying about you is important, but then understanding how they interact with you, I think, is important as well. Yeah. 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 Okay, have we got time for one more? Well, one
0: more. It's, it's similar to reviews, but it's, it's maybe a bit different. It may be more for putting on LinkedIn, but testimonials. Okay. And, so and sort I, of longer form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Testimonials. Yeah. And or in, uh, a lot of businesses do business networking. Yeah. And quite often you can be in a room and somebody shouts out your, Organization and just say, look, I worked with them or I worked with her, and I just want to say to everyone, it was phenomenal. Thanks very much. That matters because your credibility just pikes yeah. up that little bit more. So testimonials, um, again, people can put that on LinkedIn instantly. They can verbalize it. In a room it makes a big difference. Hundred percent. But five minutes are up.
1: This is a good game.
0: Let's go, let's
1: go to a subject close to your heart. Finance. Let's do it. Okay. So I think the number one KPI on any dashboard I build for my customers is cash collection. Mm-hmm. I know it's not the one that you would, most people start with sales or profit, yeah. but nah, cash collection, right? You need to set yourself as a business owner, a target for how much cash you need to be collecting from your customers every week. And that's what forms your KPI. That's I've never heard that before. Honestly, it's put <laughs> as cash collection every week. I've not met. Oh yeah, I have that. I know I need to collect X amount every week, and as long as I do that, everything keeps working. That's brilliant. Yeah, um, and it focuses. And it's an easy one to influence because if you're on Friday and you've only collected three grand and you need to collect seven, you need to go and find yourself four grand of debts and collect it in, right? Right. So, so um, it really focuses the mind that one. Yeah, which is exactly what you want the KPIs to do. And another thing you want a KPI to do is to evoke action. And your team can can get involved on in that one as well right yeah. so yeah, cash collection what have you what would you put on your finance scorecard? well i i a few i would, I would put something on profit okay, agreed right so next to cash, I think is profit this is secondary now when you're measuring profit then are you measuring the the amount of profit so we need to make thirty grand a month or are you measuring because I would measure our our net profit percentage. So for every pound of sales, after all our costs, overheads and direct costs, let's say I want to make 20%. So I want to make 20p off of every pound that we sell. And from my point of view, if we know that we can get that to whatever the percentage is, 15, 20, 50, whatever it needs to be for your business, then it's easy. As long as you maintain that at that percent, then you can go and grow your margin, your profit directly by just selling more. So I mean, yeah, if we yeah, can maintain twenty p in the pound, and then we can sell another ten thousand pounds, we know we've made two thousand pounds more profit this month. So that's why I would have it as a percentage rather than a figure. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Really good. Cool. And that's what I love about KPIs, it, it, because actually, I think an effective
1: KPI is doable and potent. Yeah, it's like a smart goal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It needs to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, it needs to be relevant, and it needs to do be able do to do something. To, <laughs> influence action to get the results you want. 100%. Okay, so that's cash collection, net profit margin. I think then the next one along I would look at is our gross margin. Mm -hmm. Now, this is only applicable to certain businesses, but for sure, understanding for every pound of product that we sell, let's say we're a pub, for every pint we sell, how much margin do we make just on the beer itself? so if we're paying 70p a pint for our beer are we selling it at £1.40 a pint like we should imagine £1.40 a pint I remember that I was at Wembley on Sunday quick aside pause the timer how much do you think I paid for a pint at Wembley of awful Budweiser it was a horrible pint oh £7.85 yeah it was not it was not great Right, when I first went to university, <laughs> and, the,
0: and the year was 1990, what did I pay for a pint? In the Where did you go Brown? to university? It was uh, at Stratclyde University in Glasgow.
1: Stratclyde? Oh, ninety. 75 pence. Jeez. <laughs> for fosters. <laughs> wow. There we go. That's uh, cost of living. Right, <laughs> climb back in. We'll right. carry on. What okay. were we talking about? It was a margin. So making sure that for every pound of product we sell, we're buying that product anyway. So I think yeah. that's really important as well. Yeah. Right, what What else then would you look at? I mean, I mean, you would throw something surely on sales, wouldn't you? Oh, 100%. So, but it needs to... Sales is always the flashy one. So many people drive by our sales growth and how much we've grown. sales month. number? actual number, number of yeah. transactions? I mean, that depends on the type or, of business. Or
0: number, of, number of, say like 10 grand a month, yeah. 20 grand a month. Yeah. We're in the month of October we need to hit 140,000.
1: Yeah, and I would probably peg it to the same month last year. So okay. that way then if we're a seasonal business, yeah, we're making sure that we're comparing apples with apples. Yeah. I think another a good KPI we often put in around sales is um, concentration is what we call it. Mm. So it's important to, to basically, let's say we made 50,000 pounds last month, if 25,000 of that came from two customers, that would give us a real, High level of concentration, and that's sometimes a bad thing. Okay, depends on the business, but we want to make sure that we're spreading our sales around various customers rather than having it all in one basket. Okay, does that make sense? So, understanding our kind of our top customer, what percentage of our total sales is our top customer? That would be a KPI that we would put in for sales. Okay
0: amazing right we're, we're done our five minutes here. it's the
1: silent alarm
0: gone off it has <laughs> excellent it is very silent
1: god it feels like we want we've got a bit of pressure on this podcast i know it's really <laughs> 23 actually. minutes yes. so we're, we're moving along if we deliver five minutes here we've got two minutes to sum up so, some up, so last bit then is operations so do you want to go first on this one hmm. so I, I
0: think a KPI around efficiencies of some sort would be
1: yeah. a good one. So I was actually helping a customer put in some KPIs around this right. a couple of weeks ago. So they are a business that basically rents out. So they've got a load of assets and they rent them out to their customers. Mm-hmm. So whenever they're buying a new asset, they have to understand what should how many times a year should this be rented out. And then from there, we can work out what our rental price is, and then we can work out kind of what our margin should be. And then, so now we know that this new machine needs to be rented out 50 times a year, or once a week basically to make it earn money for us. So then we can track that. Has it gone out the right amount of times? Are we using it effectively or is it behind where it should be? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. Um, you can do the same with people. Um, so in my business, we, we, we are tracking efficiency, but we're doing it slightly, we look at it in terms of capacity, So we know the amount of jobs that each person can get out the door as a team. And then we track how many jobs they actually got out the door. And then we know kind of how efficient we are. But we also have a separate calculation going against the total amount of jobs in the system to understand, do we have actually the capacity of people to to deal with that? So we're looking at the same sort of three stats in two ways, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. But yeah, efficiency of people, efficiency of product are... The numbers will already be in your finance system. You just need a way of pulling them out and surfacing them and then playing them off against each other to understand. Okay. Does that kind of play into productivity as well then? Yeah, but productivity I guess that's but the there's... total output, right? We've got for our food manufacturing sure. business.
0: Yeah. Classic classic Aldi type productivity yeah. would be customer served per minute. Yes, something or like or that. product produced per hour, yeah, or exactly. however you look at
1: it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Back in the um, the dark days of my former job in accountancy, that that was done on the amount of hours oh, people worked. Timesheets. Yeah, timesheets. So yes,
0: productivity, something like that. Yeah, is is always a good one. Systems. We were talking earlier about one of your new systems and that there's functionality on it not quite used yet. Oh, and you said, right, sure. okay, let's measure, let's get everyone on it for one month and we're gonna measure that. So that would be a cap- an example of a KPI as well. Yeah, utilisation, Utilization. Utilization. utilisation. Yes. There you go. That's the well, we're getting all the big fancy oh, words out here. That's the one.
1: <laughs> and then we have one that we use quite a lot with people like marketing agencies and recruitment agencies we use. And that's the total cost of direct people, so our deliverers, client delivery people compared with revenue. So we want that to be typically less than 50% of our our revenue cost is on people. And if it goes too far one way, then we know that we've got a load of excess capacity and people aren't all working at 100%. And if it goes too far the other way, we know that we've got a lot of stressed people probably because we've got more work than, or we're delivering more Mm -hmm. work than they've got hours to deliver. So either way round looking at that, that's an important stat. To understand where your team is compared with kind of the direct day-to-day operations of your business, right? How long have we got now? We've we got any time for one more? Yeah, we've got one minute left. Yeah. If only okay. we had one more to get. I, I'm out. I know. <laughs>
0: have we missed anything gleanly obvious? In
1: operations, I bet we have, and some bright, bright-eared listener will, will ring in and tell me. But no, we're looking at product going out, how efficient we are in doing stuff, and then like the way we're using our system, I think yeah, that's, that's probably covered. It. It. Well, let like There you go. And have come up with at least twelve. I mean. in that in that last twenty
0: eight minutes, I think that's
1: quite good going. And then setting them out, you can do that in Excel. You could do it in. There's some. You can buy some software that will do yeah, that for you. Yeah. Zero has a financial dashboard you can access, but it won't bring all the other stuff in. But running a business off a simple scorecard like that. You don't need all 12 of those to no. run your business. No, you you need the ones that are relevant to you. But If you put them together, you can't but understand your business a little bit better. Yeah.
0: And just as a reminder, we, we think the quadrant of people, customer, finance ops, is a good blank canvas to start yeah. from.
1: You know, it, you're not gonna go far wrong. And a couple right of now. each, but then understanding you know how your staff training KPI dipping affects your efficiency rate down the line. You can see the trends and the movements and the interrelations inter- between them. Hopefully, you get a better grip on your business. Absolutely, right? I'm I, that was hard work, but it was. I mean, I'm hot, <laughs> I'm very hot. but that was fun. I enjoyed that. We might try that again with our little internal time limits on yeah. the
0: subjects. That worked We're, well. That, we'll invest in a time with it, actually. Sorry. Yeah,
1: change a bit old school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Okay, on that note, we will make a lot of noise and then we'll let our listeners go. If you like what you hear, give us a shout on social media. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back next week with more podcast gold. But for now, that's all for me and it's all for my friend Alan. Goodbye.
0: This is the podcast.